Hey everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Following Paralumen. Quote-unquote, not your ordinary podcast, where we talk about all things under the sun. I'm your host, Danny Catehuco, competitive coffee drinker, passport stamp collector, and now your new favorite podcast host. Sit back, relax, and let's get the show on the road. Hey everyone, it's Danny, and I just arrived in Chiang Mai, Thailand. I'd say I like it better here than Bangkok because it's so much more chill. And shout out to Thunderbird Hostel for hosting my stay here. Um, so, all right, for this episode, we'll be talking about how to travel as a family. Is it possible? How do you do it? And so much more. And today we're joined by the Lopez family from Traveling Our Roots. Hey guys. Hey. How are you all? <laughs> We're so good. We're excited to be chatting with you today. Yeah, me too. Did that you actually said yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we're honored. So, where are you currently? So, currently now we are in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Um, we arrived in Costa Rica like a week ago. Yeah. About a week. So, we're here for two weeks. Oh, okay. Well, how is it over there? How's the weather? We love it. I mean, we it, this is rainy season, and we mm-hmm. we thought we were gonna get like rained out. And yeah. Really humid, but we've been trying. We've been like running away from like the storms and stuff. <laughs> it's funny because we had our whole plan, you know, where we were gonna go. We yeah. were planning to go out to this park called Santa Teresa, mm-hmm. and so you fly into San Jose, like the capital. Yeah. And then you have to take like a small flight out to Santa Teresa Mm -hmm. and so we got there and then we went to catch our domestic flight and they were like oh their airport is totally like flooded out no flights are going in they've had a horrible storm you can catch like a ferry too they're like that's not even running and so like there was no way to get there and so (laughs) at that point it's like all right well we're just gonna look at the weather and literally we're planning it like one day at a time where we're going to be. So yeah. we're just asking around like locals, where should we go? What's cool? So, so far it's been great though. We've had almost perfect weather the mm-hmm. whole time. That's we nice. got to the beach. Now we're in the mountains. So it's been good. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. So shall we start? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So for the first question, um, I'd like to ask, what is the story behind the name Traveling Our Roots? Okay, so traveling our roots. Um, it's kind of the story behind it. I was I was born in Guatemala. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was five years old, I moved to the states to yeah. North Carolina. Okay, and then um, I've never been really never been back to my country. Yeah. And uh, after twenty five years, uh, we we came back, or I came back with my family mm-hmm. uh, two weeks ago, and. But the idea behind it was my wife is Japanese, half white, and mm-hmm. I am uh, Hispanic, and so it's, we're a multicultural family. And so yeah. the idea behind it is like we have two little ones, and we want to show them our roots and where we're from and the culture, and they're really diving into the culture. And so mm-hmm. traveling our roots, going back to where, where it all originated. Yeah, all the countries are our right. heritage. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, too not just you know like stopping in only the countries where we have like our blood but going to the places in between and helping our kids to realize too that just like on like a human level Mm -hmm. we want them to realize 
that we're all the same at our roots, that all people are good, you know, to not have given to judgments and stereotypes and things like that. And so as a general lesson, we want to have that for ourselves, for our kids, and then Mm -hmm. sharing it on social media to spread some of that message too. Yeah, I think it's also, like, good to let your children, like, know or, like, experience the roots of, like, the ancestors and, like, stuff like that. Yes, absolutely. We totally agree. Mm -hmm. It's been really eye-opening, and (laughs) it's just so cool. Just, like, seeing the kids pick up more Spanish as we've been traveling and just, you can see, even at their young age, just the sense of pride that they have in who they are and Mm see it growing as they experience it more. Yeah. So when did you guys start traveling as a family? You guys are doing it full time, right? Yeah, so we started in July, but my so I was still in the States and mm-hmm. while my wife was in Mexico. We started in Mexico, but she was there in Mexico with the kids, mm-hmm. with her sister. Um, and then I had to finish a commitment with work, and yeah. then we started traveling as a family in August. Okay, it's not that long ago yet. You are doing it full time. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. (laughs) I think like a a bunch of like parents are scared to travel with their kids. So I think what you're doing is like really good. You're absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) So what were the issues um, or decisions that you had to think about before you started traveling? So, There were several things, like Mm -hmm. you said, just in general, this idea of, okay, we've got young kids, are we prepared to do this full time? Because anyone who's, any parent who's just been on like a regular family vacation with their kids knows that there's a lot that goes into it with (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so that was one of them. And then, of course, money, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're thinking full time travel, it's how are we going to afford this? Yeah. How are we going to be okay not working for you know the duration that we travel yeah and um and then being parents of young kids to be on that like there's a sense of responsibility like is this wise you know Mm -hmm. financially (laughs) for our kids we have like college to pay for eventually for them and things like that yeah Um, of course and then a big thing for us too was because this has been like five years in the making for us Mm -hmm. and so it was you've been planning it like Five years mm-hmm. ago. It was okay. something we started talking about like five years ago, and then like at, for, at first, I mean, it wasn't very realistically just like, oh, that'd be cool, and then eventually, it kind of got more and more like we should actually do this. Yeah, but we wanted to be selfish, like us wanting to go and do this for ourselves, but mm-hmm. that it really would be a good experience for our kids. Yeah, and so for me as a mom, I was really thinking about like you know, watching my children, seeing their personalities, this is something that they would cope with well, just the constant changes and no routine and moving, you know, and (laughs) then would it also be something that they'd actually benefit from at such a young age? And so with Daniel's work, we've already, we've always moved a lot. And so I kind of had the chance to see them move several times and see how they adjusted. And of course it was always challenging, but they really in the end always thrived from it. And being pushed out of their comfort zone so much, I just saw how, even at their young age, they grew every time that we pushed them. So Mm -hmm. those were all kind of factors that we thought about and realized in the end that all in all it was worth it. And the pros outweighed the cons for sure. 
Yeah, and I think that if you started traveling like at a young age, you get to see more things um, outside of your comfort zone. And I think just like the adaptability is, is like you can use it in the future. So I think it's a, totally. good, it's a good choice. Yes, we completely agree. It's a lesson we all have to learn eventually. So exactly. why not when you're young? <laughs> <laughs> so how many countries have you been so far with your kids? So we've been uh, through four um, mm -hmm. on this trip. On this trip, yeah. so we are traveling through Central America right now. Mm -hmm. So the place that we've been, it's Mexico, um, Honduras, mm -hmm. and smaller island in Honduras called Rodan. And then mm -hmm. we, after that, we went to Guatemala okay. uh, to visit kind of my roots, and then it's the big one. Now we're yeah. in Costa Rica, <laughs> and then we leave to go. So next week on Wednesday, we go to um, Peru. Oh, wow. Um, I've always wanted to go to yeah. Peru. Yes. We're excited. We're excited to go to <laughs> Are you guys going to go to like, the Machu Picchu? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be interesting with the kids, what we're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's so um, fun. Yeah, and then once we're done with, uh, oh, so we'll do Peru, Chile, and Argentina, and then we'll then we'll go to Asia to kind of dive into my wife's roots. Oh, yeah, that'll so. be fun. A little break from the States for yeah. the holidays and then. Off to Asia. Yeah, so we'll be heading to where you're at at some point. We'll yeah. Although, next week I'm going to Africa, so I'm hoping. Oh my god! Yeah, That's actually, good. I was supposed to. Africa? Well, Morocco first. I'm doing a three month volunteering teaching English. So cool. And then I might go to Kenya because I want to volunteer at like a safari camp or something like that. That would be amazing. Yeah. My sister, she volunteered in Ghana um, when she was younger, and then she uh -huh. ended up meeting her husband. And oh, wow. So, yeah, you never know what will happen. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Although, I like to clarify that I'm not looking for a husband. <laughs> <laughs> never know. Might sneak yeah. up on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I saw on your Instagram post that you guys are vegan, right? Yes. So how's that work out? Because I I feel like when you're traveling, it's always a little bit hard to find um, food that suits your diet, especially like if you're traveling to countries who, who yeah. consume so much meat or like stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, that's actually a question we've been getting more recently. And so just like within the last couple days, mm -hmm. I've been trying to put more on our stories of like, just here's what we're eating right now to let people know, you know, yeah. there is a lot of interest around that. And so just, I mean, it really depends on the day. So we always eat vegan. Some days are healthy vegan. Mm -hmm. Some days are not as healthy as we'd <laughs> like to be. Um, just, and usually what it is, it's like the travel days are the hardest ones. Yeah. Just because we're eating in airports mm -hmm. or convenience store that you know what I mean when yeah, you're like actually traveling so a few things we do are trying to stay in Airbnb Airbnbs versus hotels so that we have a kitchen yeah and then it's just cooking but even with that it's trickier than it would be at home and mm -hmm. then I had to anticipate it because I just forget how when you're at home, you have access to all of your spices and all exactly. of your staples, you know, the things that you're used to. Yeah. And in the States, we have Whole Foods and places <laughs> where it's like so easy to get the yeah. vegan things that we need. So it's definitely different, but for the most part, we just really stick to Whole Foods. So our meals are really simple, mm -hmm. plant-based. So we do a lot of like Buddha bowl type things with like 
rice or quinoa or potatoes and then just like veggies and beans and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and then lots of salads of course so those are kind of the things that we do when we have access to a kitchen and then when we're eating out we've just gotten really used to asking for things that aren't on the menu mm-hmm. so and I just make it on yeah so we yeah. really just kind of look at the menu we're like well we know you have this ingredient we know you have this ingredient <laughs> and let's put this together and make it work for mm-hmm. us so I don't know that we're always the favorite customers, <laughs> but that's what we do one other thing is um we have, there's an app called happy cow and mm-hmm. it's awesome because you just put in your location and it gives you all the restaurants near you that oh, have, wow. and it tells you if it's a vegan restaurant, a vegetarian restaurant, mm-hmm. or if they at least have vegan options. That app, that app has been super helpful. Yeah. Um, and another thing too, uh, what I was going to add to this is, um, we get a lot of fruit and vegetables, mm-hmm. right? So because we are like on a raw, like a raw diet, yeah. there, there is, um, like it's super affordable here. Like you can buy a lot of bananas, a lot of fruit mm-hmm. for just a reasonable price. Totally. And that's what we've been loading up on. Yeah. So when we get somewhere, our first stop usually is some sort of like first market, outdoor yeah. market, you know, and we can get a whole bunch of stuff for cheap. So we'll do a lot of like mono meal type things where okay. it's just like sit and eat bananas or mangoes until you're full. <laughs> and so... <laughs> And the kids are fine with it. They like they love just being able to eat as much fruit as they want. So it's it's been harder in some ways than I anticipated, mm-hmm. but totally doable. But has there been like a time where you <sighs> compromised your um, diet because of like a certain food? Because I I met somebody in Bangkok who's like vegetarian, but on the streets there's a street a party street in Bangkok called Khao San Road, and they sell okay. like scorpions like spiders and all that but oh, so wow. she yeah she ate she ate one just for the experience so has there been like a time that you compromised it just so you can try it out yeah that's a great question so uh, we have i mean nothing is like similar to that where <laughs> yeah. you know we've knowingly yeah. done it but we did kind of talk about there would be times when you know we would be invited into someone's home Mm -hmm. and they've cooked a meal for us with love and it's not necessarily vegan and so (laughs) we so far when we have been in those circumstances we've been able to still stick to it just Mm -hmm. by eating because usually it's like options you know so we'll eat the rice we'll eat the beans we'll eat the plantains but we'll just pass on the chicken or whatever um but then also I think Street foods, like you talked about with the scorpions and yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, the biggest comp, like, it's hard because I am such a huge ramen lover. Oh, like, I can eat ramen for yeah. days. And so, yes, I know the, you know, like chicken broth or something. Uh-huh. And that is hard because it's trying to find, like, a, a meal to supplement those dishes. Mm-hmm. It's, like, super, super hard and tempting at the same time because I love ramen. <laughs> Central America. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so have, has there been any like horror stories that you've encountered on your trip? Like one of your kids getting sick or something like that? Uh, yeah, so I mean, we've had 
just kind of, I think, whatever you expect in Central America. We've had some stomach issues, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I won't go into the details of that. I think people can guess what that means. <laughs> um, and then, like, the kids have gotten rashes. So we've Ooh. had some health stuff, that, but we've been able to take them to doctors, and it's all yeah. been fine. The, probably for me, one of the scariest things was um, we were in, Guatemala in Antigua staying at an Airbnb and Kai was napping and everyone was really hungry so Mm -hmm. I was like we usually always stay together as a family um, just for safety Mm -hmm. but I felt we've been there for a few days I felt comfortable by myself so I was like Daniel I'm gonna take Mila and we're just gonna go pick up lunch and we'll Mm -hmm. be right back and so and it was like we had wi-fi at our Airbnb I requested the Uber, the Uber because I knew the restaurant we we're going to had Wi-Fi, so I was like, "It'll be so easy." Then I just request an Uber home, you know, like mm-hmm. no big deal. And yeah. so we get there, we get our food, and then the Wi-Fi for some reason is down at this restaurant, Ooh. and I was like, "Okay." And so my plan was not going to work, so I was like, "Okay, well there are tuk-tuks, so mm-hmm. I'll just take one." And then I realized I didn't have any money, and like, because Uber's just on your credit card, right? Yeah, and yeah. so I was like, "Okay, that's not an option." And then I realized too, I was like, "And I don't even know where we're staying. Like, I don't even know it's saved in my Uber. I don't. Yeah. I'm like." no idea like literally no idea where <laughs> is home from here yeah like, and so and I didn't have a map or anything and so I started to kind of panic I'm not great at like navigating my way <laughs> me too by myself anyway I don't speak Spanish you know like I totally just like rely on Daniel for this stuff yeah and I have Mila with me and we're gonna be just like lost in mm-hmm. a foreign country just us so anyway So we just, I honestly, like, I still don't know why I thought to go down this road, but I just started walking and I went around a corner and we just kept walking until eventually there was kind of a, just a street that did this weird shape that I recognized. Mm -hmm. And it was like kind of blurry on my map since I didn't have any data or (laughs) Wi-Fi. But anyway, but I saw that. I was like, let's kind of head toward there. And so we started walking home and luckily Mm -hmm. Mila was just like so chill about it. Didn't even realize that I was completely lost. But then as we were walking, we got to a point where there was like nobody else around. It was just a really deserted area. And this truck is driving. And then all of a sudden pulls over and stops like right in front of where we're going to be walking by. And I can see it's two men sitting in the front seat. Oh my God. I, so I just like grabbed Mila and it, you know when you just kind of like the hair on the back of your neck stands up like you yeah, just yeah. have a bad feeling about it Yeah. so I got really freaked out so we started walking we're just like walking really quickly and I just was like I put Mila on the other side of me I was uh-huh. like Mila walk quickly like don't make eye contact just walk forward and I yeah. just like was like try to look confident like you know don't mess with me so I just walked and we got past the truck and I was like phew and then the truck starts just like slowly driving next oh, to us oh my god and so I'm still like not looking not looking and then eventually they start to pull up and that's when I look up and the driver turns around and like I will never forget the look in his eyes and on uh-huh. his face he just turns around and while he's driving just stares me down the whole time until he's like out of sight and so I still don't know what it was about like they didn't actually do it do uh-huh. anything but it was yeah. just one of those feelings where I was like what would I have done and it was really scary for me and it made me realize we yeah need to pretty not scary. get too comfortable <laughs> and be smart yeah. about how we're traveling especially when we have young kids yeah so Anyway, so that was a scary experience for me. (laughs) 
yeah, that's actually pretty like scary. Um, okay, so do you guys travel with like insurance or like something like that? Like health yeah, insurance? So, yeah, we have an insurance back in the States mm -hmm. that can be used um, kind of worldwide. Oh, a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's not like a health care plan, it's mm -hmm. a health share plan. So it's a little different, a little more flexible. Mm -hmm. We haven't gotten traveler's insurance yet, mm -hmm. just because, honestly, I haven't taken the time to research the best one. <laughs> I usually honest, just yeah. do book with uh, World Nomads, so if you guys want oh, to check that it out. Oh, that is so helpful. Thank yeah, you so no much. No problem. So, um, of course, are there any moments when you feel like, oh, this is, we did the right thing? You know, moments like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, like, it's days like today, obviously, like today was just an awesome day. We all went yeah. ziplining together with family. So even little Kai, he's two, he got to go ziplining. Oh, wow. And it was just like being together and watching our kids do something mm -hmm. that we know was like scary for them, you yeah. know, but like put their brave face on and do it and have so much fun. Mm -hmm. And then there's this during the course there's this thing called the Tarzan swing oh. and we weren't going to do it but then we got up to that point and some of the other people in our group were doing it and yeah. I mean it looks perfect it's basically <laughs> just like step off the ledge and do mm -hmm. a free fall and then eventually the rope like pulls you up the other Ooh. way and so and the girl who did it before us she did not sell it at all like she was <laughs> terrified she was screamed bloody murder while she was doing it and then so Daniel I was like Daniel are you doing it he's like no I was like yeah me neither and then Mila she was like no way I'm never doing that and then at some point she was just like okay daddy I'll do it if you do and, uh, and we're like looking at each other we're like what like, what is happening right now and so Daniel of course I mean his five-year-old daughter yeah is, like saying She'll do it. Yeah, calling him out. So, of course, he's like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. So, yeah. so he had to do it. And then Mila did it. And she was, like, so brave wow. and loved it. And she, right after was like, can I do it again? And so <laughs> I, I'm, like, really, like, I'm a scaredy cat. I yeah. hate heights. Like, and so I was not going to do it. But I was like, you know what? Like, my five-year-old just rocked this thing. Like, yeah. I have to do this. And so... I did it and that was totally like pushing myself out of my comfort zone mm -hmm. and it was horrible and I'll never do it again but I'm glad <laughs> I did it and so um anyway so it's just days like today where everyone mm -hmm. was just like doing things that we wouldn't normally do like making a conscious effort to push ourselves and mm -hmm. to do things that scared us and that's when I'm like this was so worth it like this is so worth doing just everything yeah, yeah. that we've kind of dealt with to be able to be in these circumstances because this is what we wanted for ourselves and for our yeah. kids to learn. How about you, Dee? Yeah, I think um, just this the idea of stepping out of your comfort zone, I think for for me, like, the moment of, like, this is so worth it was yeah. we, in, we were in Honduras, so I'm part Honduran and uh, Guatemalan, but oh, okay. we were in this, we were, so I took my daughter snorkeling and we did, like, a daddy-daughter date. Mm -hmm. And then um, we were snorkeling for a little bit, and then we took her to, or I took her to this village where mm -hmm. there's uh, like kids are, and just just the the life right there, really poor conditions. But, um, just the, the feeling of seeing my daughter interact with these kids, yeah. and 
the just opening her eyes to something that she's never really experienced. And that, for me, one of the moments that I will never forget of just her, like, interacting with the kids her age, even though she doesn't really understand the language, but mm -hmm. also just seeing how they live, like, living in, you know, shacks or living yeah. in poor, poor conditions and, and having to scrape for food. And that, that, for me, that was just, even when the whole activity was done, she's just asking me questions like, why are they living this way? Or how come mm -hmm. they don't have running water and all this stuff? You have to explain that to her. Yeah. And that was, for me, like, that was kind of the, the rewarding factor. It was just like, this is awesome because now she's experienced um, different things, right? I don't mm -hmm. know. That was a good experience. Yeah. And she just wouldn't eat back home. Exactly. And I think, like, the memories that you make in this trip is, like, special ones that you can look back on like in the future mm -hmm. yeah totally so are the kids studying now or what arrangement do you have for like education and stuff yeah so Mila's five but mm -hmm. she would be starting she has a late birthday so she'd be starting kindergarten next fall okay. so you know like I said, we're not great planners, so we don't know what we'll be doing next fall. But for now, um, I mean, it's not formal homeschooling or anything, so yeah. she's not in kindergarten yet. But we do try on the days that we're settled and can have some routine to have kind of like a little mini school time, and mm -hmm. she loves it. Okay. And so, and I really kind of let her direct it. So my goal during that time is to do something that's going to feed her spirit yeah. and feed her mind and then to do something that's just active and fun. But in general, our goal with our kids is just that they always know that they can ask us absolutely anything. You know, they never need to be ashamed. Yeah. They never need to be scared that they can just tell us what's on their mind. And so that's my goal during that time is to really just build that trust with her mm -hmm. and to let her ask any questions that she wants so sometimes it's about like a bug that we just saw and she wants yeah. to research it and learn more mm -hmm. other times it's about how babies are made and I get to have fun conversations like that so <laughs> it ranges from everything yeah but um, we do the normal you know letters and mm -hmm. numbers and math and stuff like that too yeah. so that's how we're running it right now and then we'll see you know a lot of families do formal homeschooling on the mm -hmm. road so that yeah. might be part of our future we're not sure but to be honest um traveling is one of the best educations that a child can get you're so, so right yeah absolutely <laughs> I, I mean i wish yeah. i traveled at a very young age but <laughs> but you're doing it now right? yeah you're getting yeah. To see all of that and have all of those experiences yeah. right now and i think in young adulthood like mm -hmm. it's so important it is yeah um okay so how do you guys do it? That's my very last question, is how do you do it? Like traveling with <laughs> traveling family. Yeah. With kids, full yeah. time. <laughs> Patience, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Trial and error. <laughs> um, yeah, so what I kind of realized is, you know, you have kids. Like, we had kids young. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we feel like we have to, get all of our traveling and adventure you know all mm -hmm. the things that we want to do out of our system kind of before yeah. settling down and having kids mm -hmm. and for us we started our family really young so that wasn't an option and so 
and having kids sometimes is really hard, just yeah. no matter what, you know. But we realized, like, our kids can be throwing a tantrum at the grocery store back home mm-hmm. or at an airport halfway across the world, and it's really the same thing. You yeah. know, it's not, like, <laughs> easier one place over the other. Mm-hmm. And so the hard things are going to be there no matter what with having kids. Yeah. But then what's been so cool is that they have enriched our travels in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And getting to explore and see the world through their eyes it really just takes it to like a whole new level Mm -hmm. and because for us we are like oh my gosh this is this amazing famous thing that we've always wanted to see and heard about they don't know any of that right Mm -hmm. to them it's just like whoa look at all those ants helps it i guess just like some tips maybe you know Mm -hmm. for like how to travels family whether it's full-time or just how to have like a happier family vacation for us it has come down to um just some simple things first like communication between daniel and i like communication between spouses is Mm -hmm. so so important because you're together all the time which is amazing but it also means that you're together more than you're used to and so um for me, like I'm an introvert, I need my alone time to re-energize, you know, like that's how <laughs> yeah. I kind of fill up my cup. And so communicating with Daniel when I'm like, okay, like I need some time, you know, I need to be alone. Mm-hmm. And for Daniel, he's more adventurous. So him communicating with me, like the other day, he was like, okay, I need to go out and surf. Like he just needs to go do something active. Yeah. So that's been key, just having that communication and giving each other that time and the things mm-hmm. that we need. Um big one has been sleep because when we're traveling like it's so easy to get out of your sleep routines yeah. to stay up late to wake up early to go see that cool thing mm-hmm. and everyone just like is so moody and miserable <laughs> when we don't sleep yeah so um there's no routine but giving our kids chances to catch up on their sleep at least mm-hmm. has been really important and then for us having the discipline to go to bed early enough so that mm-hmm. we aren't grouchy parents um <laughs> And then other things, too, just, like, at home, home, like, we have to make sure we're getting our workouts in. Yeah. We need to be eating well. Like, those days that we don't have that much control and we're eating, like, mm-hmm. junk, we feel yeah. like junk. And so that's been really important, too. Um, and then with kids, remembering that, like, planning the schedule is going to be different. than if you're traveling alone. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like jam packing it full and seeing every single thing isn't going to be very enjoyable for anybody because the kids (laughs) are just going to start to get grumpy and lose it. And so we have had to realize, okay, like we have to maybe sacrifice a couple of the things from the list that we Mm -hmm. wanted to see. But by giving the kids that time in between just to like chill at the pool and do the things that they look forward to (laughs) most, it means that we all are much happier as we travel. And stopping to just again to see those mundane things like letting the kids stop and see the horses that are on the side of the road and just the things that we would often skip as adults Mm -hmm. letting the kids do those sometimes they're the most memorable things and the things that they talk about forever even though they saw like a volcano that day they're like no there was that cute puppy you know like (laughs) they talk about so yeah. yeah so um those are just kind of some general things that we've learned mm-hmm. anything to add no that's great I think, I think overall just um, uh, traveling with kids is super hard it's hard it is yeah. there, are, 
you know, it's it's yeah. a lot different where you it's have... It's true. I mean, I have four brothers, and my mother is, like, really, really having a hard time whenever we travel. Yeah, okay, she's <laughs> super mom. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot to juggle. It is. Yeah, just the, the idea behind it is it's not it's not easy, but at the same time, it's so rewarding. See, like, mm-hmm. what I was saying, how... The, Especially my little one, uh, Kai, mm-hmm. our little one, Kai. He is, he is the. Oh my gosh, he is a crazy <laughs> kid. But but he's just so. He is like a sponge, and everything that he observe, he observes, or what he sees, he just loves it and repeats it. Like if oh, he sees wow. a cow, he says moo, or uh-huh. he's just those things that you wouldn't like. It's just so worth it, you mm-hmm. know. At the at the end of the day, you're like, yeah. oh man, that was such a good day. Like him going ziplining today uh-huh. was by far the coolest thing so far on this trip just seeing him just dive mm-hmm. into just the adventure you know but yeah it was, it was really fun yeah seeing him just like say hola to random strangers on the street <laughs> or adios like yeah it, it's funny because you would think it too it's like what can they really get out of this are they going to remember any mm-hmm. of this so much of his of kind of that like foundational development is happening for him and we didn't realize how much of it would be influenced yeah. by the places we're in so that's been really rewarding too that's great <laughs> I mean it's also like so nice to hear like stories about like traveling and like with children so I think yeah it is very rewarding especially like for parents yeah yeah it really is it's it's so worth it all right I guess that's it <laughs> It was so nice Thank chatting you. to you. Oh, do you have like any social media where we can follow you, like blogs? Yes. Yeah, it's just our our Instagram is just uh, traveling our roots. Mm-hmm. Our YouTube, and we're on Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. All of it is traveling our roots, and then our website. I promise will be launching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure by the time this podcast is up, like literally in the next couple days. Okay. And that's just www.travelingourroots.com. So Yay. it's all traveling our roots. It's easy. All right. Um, everything will be listed on the description box, and you can find me um, on on social media at DM Tenhuko, and my blog is danagatenhuko.com. So, yay, that's it. Thank you, guys. It's so nice Thank chatting you so with you all. So, this, that was fun. You're the best. <laughs> Thank you. And I guarantee you, you're going to find your future husband in Kenya. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be surprised. You're walking thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you but, guys no, that was fun thank you so much for reaching out no problem i had fun too <laughs> all right get some sleep yeah a long travel day i know <laughs> you guys too bye bye, yeah, bye.